The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. A labor of love underway in a northern Alberta hamlet. Residents of Newbrook, about 30 kilometers south of Boyle, are busy piecing together a remnant of the community's history. It involves a Cold War era space camera that was originally designed to take pictures of meteors. But it's credited with something much more. That camera has now returned to Alberta and there are high hopes for it. Brian Barnes is the treasurer of the Newbrook historical society brian welcome to 630 ched good afternoon it's a pleasure to talk with you tell us uh, about this space camera and the history of it the camera was originally constructed by uh, perk and elmer corporation in norwalk connecticut uh, the, the first camera was constructed for the u.s naval bureau of audience ordinance and the purpose that they were brought up here is to study the um, meteors and an atmosphere study to see um, they didn't have rockets or anything at that time to, mm-hmm. to study the atmosphere so that's what these cameras were brought up here for there was one at Newbrook and one at Meenook about 40 kilometers northwest of Newbrook and they worked together studying the meteors. So they were there to study meteors back in in the 50s. And then something rather remarkable happened um, with one of them. Tell us about that. Um, that remarkable event was the first ever photograph of Sputnik, which was used to, for the American... To, to effect show that the um, the Russians had in fact beaten the USA in the space race. This was all so during the 1950s, the Cold War time. That was very yes, important information. Yeah, so Sputnik, the original kind of space satellite launched by the the Soviet Union, and then and then from from there, why why did the why did these um, cameras um, stop being used? I'm guessing because there were satellites in space. Now they just weren't needed anymore. That's right. They were taken out of service in the 70s. Okay, so what happened to the camera in 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 Newbrook and the one in Manuk? The camera that was in Newbrook is now in the Space and Science Museum in Ottawa. Okay. It's because of its record of catching that satellite. And the and Minook the, one, the other one? Was, was taken to the observatory in Ottawa and they disposed of it in the 80s and a camera club in in Ontario purchased the camera they were also space buffs and they mounted it in a on a farmer's shed in <laughs> but it's too, they were not able to get it to work and also you can't get the form anymore because Kodak is no longer around yeah and it's quite an so, intricate process to mould the film, the special film that is manufactured onto special plates for insertion into the camera. 
So, Brian, give me an idea how this camera then, it just recently returned, or it just, it, it, it's back in, it's in Newbrook now. How did that happen? How did it get back to Alberta? I managed to find where the, ca- the camera was. I was given information by various individuals and found the camera in Ottawa. And it was on a farmer's field about 100 kilometers east of Oshawa. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I had a chat with the fellows who had the camera and they all got together. There were 10 of them and they decided to donate the camera to the New Book Historical Society so we could place it back in an original location. The building on site is still the original building with the original concrete slab that was made to mount the camera on. The camera weighs about 6,500 pounds with its workings. So it needed a very hefty concrete slab to fit on. And when we put it on on Monday, it fitted perfectly onto the vault. (laughs) What was it like for for you, Brian, and for other members of the of the Newbrook Historical Society to, you know, I guess first off, find out that it was coming back to Alberta, but then to watch that get fitted back onto that onto that concrete pad, um, it, you know, it was yeah, it, that must have been uh, a, a pretty great feeling. It was tremendous feeling that, and we had very capable assistance from the um, Four Hill County crew. We did most of the heavy work, and then a company from Four Hill, Syrup Contracting, they brought along their picket truck as as a donation to the society, and they then placed this camera into place okay so i think from what i understand though there are still some pieces you know it's you know there's some pieces that have to be put back together and you guys need to figure out how exactly it works is there anybody (laughs) out there that that knows how to do this and how are you going to do it i mean it's all fine and dandy that you have it um you have it there but um you know it'd be even better if it was working for you yes we've got some very um, detailed instructions from the crew in Oshawa about when they put it together, what was done, and when they put it into a sleep mode as it is now. So we've got to take their instructions and work backwards and they tell us, do this, screw, do this, <laughs> line this up and everything to get the camera back into position. That's a bit of we a have- challenge. <laughs> I'm going to get somebody with more technical knowledge than I have to <laughs> look at that. We had a gentleman come out from um, Edmonton who's with the Canadian Vintage Radio Association or Society. And he had a look inside and he says it's all electrical switches inside. And what he could see is they appear to be in fairly good condition. So we'll have to get the electrician out at some stage, maybe even the gentleman that came up from Edmonton, yeah, and be there when the first when the power is put on, so if somebody can monitor that the switches are in fact working and how they work. Very Unfortunately, interesting. There's no operation instructions. 
We've got uh, some very detailed drawings, but a drawing is a drawing. It means nothing to me, really. But to somebody it may do, but... And all the so, electrical circuits are on these drawings, so... Hopefully these guys so, can work it out. So, my question is, you know, in the long run, what what is your hope? What is, what is the hope of the Newbrook Historical Society? I'm guessing is that you're going to be able to get this space, this camera back up and running again. But are, are, do you want it as a, as a tourist attraction? Um, are, are you hoping that it's going to, you know, get more visitors to the community? W- what is it? We're looking at um, first the getting schools, universities, and that interested in astronomy coming to Newbrook to have a look at this camera. And we're also looking at putting telescopes in place. And the uh, Astronomical Society from Edmonton is gonna come and give us a hand with these star nights. (laughs) And then um, some of the universities in the area have expressed interest in getting involved with this camera to see what they can do. They've got existing observatories, but this is a camera which could take photographs of much more detailed nature than what their smaller cameras can do. Yeah. We've also, you... also found out from a gentleman from Vancouver that came up to look, and he's able to produce a digital, I'm going to use the word thing, to put in place where the old <laughs> form used to go and okay. capture the images that they're taken with the camera. Well, we that's certainly going to help with the fact that, that yeah, you can't yeah. get the film anymore. That's right. Well, you know what, Brian, I, I love uh, I, I love history, and uh, I, I I think I think uh, making sure that we hold on to pieces of our history are are, are important. And uh, you know, tip of the hat to, to you and your team at the Newbrook Historical Society for for putting all the the work into getting this camera, this this piece of Canadian history, really back in. Uh, into the community. I look forward to see, um, you know, to, to hear about the progress on getting it up and running. I mean, you know, fingers crossed. When do you hope that that might be? We're hopefully looking at early um, spring next year. Well, I'm going to take a road trip to Newbrook, and I'm going to check it out myself, Brian. I look forward to to, to meeting you and, and meeting the space camera out there at some point. Thank you for joining me this afternoon. Yes, certainly you're most welcome, and thank you very much for undertaking this for us. Could I ask yeah, you ta- one favor? Yes, of course. We are trying to find an all-sky camera, which was originally manufactured by Charles Hilcher Company in the States, which was at the, the observatory. I've heard there many of them around at the time that in, when this uh, observatory was working in the Edmonton area. So if anybody that's listening knows of one of these cameras around, we'd certainly like to talk to them and see if we can get one for placement at the museum. So again, it's called an all-sky camera all made, sky by, camera. Charles, made by Charles Hillshire. Yeah. All right. There you go. It's it's out there, and hopefully uh, we'll find someone. Brian, thank you again. Thank you very much. Have a great day. Yeah, take care. Brian Barnes from Newbrook this afternoon. This um this this camera which is pretty cool, eh? So it was put there to um to just take photographs of meteors back in the 50s, and um the the original one in Newbrook. 
um, managed to, to, to capture the, the first uh, picture streaking across the sky of Sputnik. You know, that original space uh, satellite, which was launched by the Soviet Union. And that photo was proof of its existence and, um, by all accounts, pushed the U.S. to ramp up its own space program during the Cold War. So that the one that was in Newbrook is now in Ottawa, but there was another one that ended up in a farmer's field down in Ontario somewhere, and that's the one that uh, is in Newbrook now, and they're looking to get uh, up and running. Pretty cool um, you know, pieces of, uh, of Canadian history right there. have to say this. I had to Google Newbrook today. I had to Google the hamlet of Newbrook. Wasn't sure where it was, again, found out it was uh, south of Boyle. My question to you this afternoon as we head to the 4 o'clock news, what small Alberta town do listeners need to check out? If you were to throw one out there at 780-496-0063, what small town should we check out and why? I'm thinking Nanton is going to be on my list, the Air Force history there. I'd be really interested in that. Uh, it could be a piece of history or it could be just, you know, going to Toefield for really, really great pizza. Let me know the small town in Alberta that everybody should go to.